it's Wong's World 3, almost? Uh, definitely Wong World 3. I love it. I think I need to pan the, the camera down just a bit, so why don't you uh, talk and welcome the people to the show. It's the All Patches right. Club button. Yeah. Just be careful. We have a lot of things going on. Oh, it's fine. Um, hello. I am your fearless co-host, Victoria, and... I'm here to talk about Corey Wong and all that's been happening since, I think, February is the last time we left off with talking about the guys um, specifically. Um, this is our second podcast back in action here um, since the world went to hell in a handbasket. Um, we're surviving. We are some of the lucky ones over here. We're feeling grateful and, um, we're trying to do as much as we can (laughs) to, um, stay positive. No idea how grateful we are to be alive. Oh my gosh. I'm very grateful. Um, this is our very first podcast in the living room let us know how you like this setup who knows maybe you'll like it i don't know we're just trying everything out to see what sticks um this was quite a feat that indy had to take on today this took him a long time to execute and i am so proud of him you know i often think of myself as a heavy hitter but (laughs) there there are times like this where i am very very wrong um, no, you did a great job. What do you mean? You're not wrong. You no, did a great I'm job. just, you know, it's it's the Conscious Club podcast. This is what people come for. What, you being it's overly... It's for the chaos. Hum- What's it called? Humble? Humble, overly humble. That's so much humility, this guy. No, dripping in humility, this guy. <laughs> dripping. <laughs> if if, if uh, Bruno Mars is dripping in finesse, I'm dripping in humility. Mm. And I don't, really don't know how much... Um, uh, does that bring my humility down? Yeah. If I say I'm humble? Definitely. You just got knocked down a lot of notches. Humble people don't <laughs> say they're humble. Right. It's like Number smart one. people don't say they're smart. Exactly. Right. I feel like uh, the camera's so far away that I feel like you're a foot taller and five feet in front of me. <laughs> I'm also sitting on something because I'm short and we had to make sure that my head goes over the laptop. Oh, okay. So that's part of the reason why I look tall. I'm okay. not. I'm right. To get this... Okay, started. How about we sit at equal lengths or heights? Let me, let me Do you want to sit on a f- on a blanket? Let me forever change the smell of this blanket. Oh, great! <laughs> That's great. Or these two blankets. Oh, today, wonderful! So. You're gonna be really tall now. Now you're. Not if I slunk. Don't if slunk, I slunk too much. Your head's now out of frame. On one. Era of Kamala Harris. Great, he sat on the better of the two blankets. Glad about that. Thankfully, (laughs) I'm doing laundry tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, it's tomorrow. Uh, Well, oh gosh. I need a minute, you know? But I don't. You know, it's Conscious Club Podcast. This kind of stuff. I'm ready to go. I'm I'm ready too. I'm ready to go. I'm ready too. There's a lot of things that we need to talk about. First of all, well, before we dive in, sorry to stop you. But don't we have links and Instagrams and things that we used to do? D- does yeah. it matter that we do that at all? I, I mean, know. it's in the bio, isn't it? But, I mean, we can talk about it. We have an Instagram. It's yes. at the Conscious Club Podcast. At the Conscious Club Podcast. On Insta. Um, it's every, you know, it's a regurgitation of Wolf. <laughs> You're a hot mess. For the audio listeners, I apologize. Uh, and for the video listeners, I apologize. <laughs> But, uh, yes, this is the Conscious Club Podcast. It's the number one podcast in Wolfpack. Um, if you guys are new to the show, welcome. Welcome. Um, this is a show where we, if you haven't noticed already, we just dive deep into the Wolf sphere, into the <laughs> Wolf-isms. And this is a safe space for funk and funk I wouldn't say it's adjacent. necessarily a safe space, to be completely honest. We kind of roast people on, like, funny funk stuff and things like that. Like, we do have a rotisserie that well, occurs. Would you agree that it's half a safe space <laughs> and half a space yeah. where where um, throwing shade is welcomed? I would say it's, yeah. I mean, I would say it's more of a 
discussion and deep dive into the world of Wolf more than a right. safe space. Like if you look back on episode 17 with our friend <laughs> uh, Justin Wright, I would think that it, 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 it does fall along the lines of that, right? I don't know. We're figuring it out. It's only episode 48. <laughs> Is it a safe space? Is it not? I like to roast people at times. Indy's more of a, less of a roaster. No. but No, I'm a roaster, but I have <laughs> staunch opinions about things. So do I, we. We I both do. Yeah. And we disagree at times. So I, it's kind of a discussion slash, I don't know. I mean, sometimes we, we butt heads on stuff, but that's what makes it fun. Yeah. That's why podcasts that's, are fun, That's right? exactly right. Yeah, it would be boring if we were just like, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, um, follow us at the Conscious Club Podcast on Instagram. That's right. Um, uh, also, the fan art that usually is contributed by Cody Sen at Cody Sen Paintings. <laughs> Not uh, today, fellas. Uh, sorry, we're just we're going we're going on a way. I know. Listen, Danny, you you get it, right? We're going yeah. to have a permanent setup. Oh my God! Sorry, I just blew a lot of air into that. I apologize. Um, we're gonna have a more permanent setup at some point, um, but right now we're in the midst of I don't know a rebrand, um, a new I beginning, think it's a renaissance. A new because be- yeah, you know, at first it was let's get all these episodes out, let's cover everything mm-hmm. in the Wolf sphere, let's let's be the receptacle of knowledge. <laughs> Other than the Google Doc and the Facebook group, which is already very rich in culture, mm-hmm. um, I got to say, you know, I think a, a podcast about Wolfbeck is warranted. And also, I think it's highly... Highly needed. Highly needed. Also, highly underwatched. Come on, guys. I know. Like, Danny Wood, Danny Good... That's all Where we got. At? <laughs> like you guys have clout in in the wolf sphere. <laughs> we don't. We're just a measly commenter. Yeah, you I guys don't know. have the attributions also, next to your posts. Also, we how did Shame we make the, the first like Wolfpack podcast? I feel like right. of all the We're wolf idiots. people of all the people who are like in the wolf pack and like like Drake Martin, of course, and like all those people that are like the Vulpers. Wolfpack, yeah. Like how did we end up making the first full <laughs> foot podcast? I feel like we we like we barely like do any engagement there. Like we really fly under the radar. Like I know. I feel like where we are in podcasting, we aren't in the comment section. Like I feel no, like we're not. <clears throat> like I feel if if people knew about the podcast, wink, wink, Danny Wood and Danny Good, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and yeah, nobody knows this exists. Wolf. Nobody knows this exists. Nobody knows this is existing. And by the time they pop into an episode they're gonna see what there was 47 others than the 48th one <laughs> holy crap there's a body of work we here. do have a and body yeah, we, we got all that we body. have bodies that is correct <laughs> we have um, too much bodies yeah to be honest yeah no but i agree i agree <laughs> um but you know this is a podcast where we just we bring to light what others are bringing to the service right mm. right yeah, we expose. We fully reveal what has already been slightly exposed. Right. right. Um, also, um, the Danny Wood, the Danny Goods, the Tambor Wolves of the world. We want to <laughs> know: Would you buy a hat? Would you buy a mug? What would you buy if there were TCCP merch? I don't know. The holidays Should we are survey? coming up. Is it gross if I put my foot here? Yeah. Sorry. Apologies. It's not gross. I don't know. Not to Tarantino. Some people, <laughs> some people have a really big foot phobia, so I want to be cautious to those individuals. I guess. <laughs> we have eighty subscribers and twenty-three views. The each foot phobic show. are going to completely so crash. I think our the um, the spectrum of the humans on Earth <laughs> that you're going to affect with your foot are very minimal at True. this point. But hey, you never know. In the future, could be uh, a lot more. Yeah. I don't know. But hey, guys. Enough about us. Enough about the show. This show is about Corey Wong. It is Wong's world. I, I, I. Let's do this. Three. Let's do it. We're going to be picking up in April here. We're going back in time. We're picking up in April when Mr. Wongster decided to do something absolutely earth-shattering and spectacular and honestly Mm. amazing and I am so excited and we get to talk about this today. Would you agree? Got completely overshadowed by COVID. One thousand percent. Completely Which is overshadowed not okay. by the Wolf release. 
and the um, um, Fearless release. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <clears throat> um, we'll have to uh, uh, take this ad out for you guys. Sorry. Because uh, Tori here doesn't do ad blocker. I do whatever. have ad blocker. Oh, you don't? I do. Oh. I apologize. Oh, there is a little check mark up there. Right. Oh, I think YouTube updated their terms. You have to like update mm. the app you use anyway. It's the Conscious Club Anyways, podcast. We, you know, we're we're starting in April. If you're here. this far, you're a watcher. Okay. Sorry. So Sorry. we're starting in April here, <laughs> and we're going back to when Mr. Wongster decided that he had the audacity to bless the world with some incredible the tunage. Gall. Yeah. Um with the Metropole Orchestra. And I want to share the song that really touches me. Um, and I also want to read the bio of this because it's just so touching that he wrote the song about for his daughter. And I just have to Aww, share it Ellie? with you guys. Ellie Wong? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 1,000%. So while we listen to this amazing song, right. I want to read this description for Please you. Please do. Yeah, let's do it. When my daughter was a few weeks old, it was December, and we were walking around the city for the Holidays Parade. Holidazzle? Holidazzle. Holy ass. Let me make this full screen. I'm like literally legally blind and trying to read this. Okay. She kind of is. Holidazzle Parade. We were watching all of the bright lights and people dressed up as huge Christmas lights and ornaments. A light snow and not the typical bitter Minnesota cold. A perfect night to be out. We went out to enjoy the holiday spirit and so did seemingly everybody in the city. It was a joyful chaos. People all around with their families, hot cocoa, bells, and whatnot. Ellie was asleep in her stroller, as peaceful as could be amongst the hustle of the outside world. I kept hearing this tune as a piano lullaby where she's so innocently sleeping, yet so much happening around her. It was something that made me reflect on my own world as an adult, needing to find peace, comfort, and joy when there's chaos around me. In this tune, the role of Ellie is played by the piano, and the role of chaos is played by the drums and string section. And the role of dad is played by the guitar. <laughs> of course. I just, I, I, I just love it. You know I'm the emotional type. So uh, he is on the verge of just exploding in tears here. Yeah. Go down on here. I mean, while she was... Reading that, I mean, I you you could you could see, you could see the Dannys, the, all the Dannys. Last the night, last I night, tearing up. <laughs> last night we were watching <laughs> what How I, I Met Your Mother. Right. We were watching How I Met Your Mother last night, and Indy might have been one or two drinks in, I think. And yeah. she, this this thing came on. The scene where Barney and his mom. Yeah, his yeah. mom basically fesses up. Fesses up that she lied about that his father was what's his name? Bob Barker. Bob Barker. It's yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. And there's a flashback yeah. of him as a kid, and Indy just explodes into tears. Yeah. Well, my my mom was was bleach blonde, mm-hmm. but I was born blonde, and Barney's blonde as a kid, mm-hmm. and, and his I mom's just, blonde as well. Yeah. And my mom passed in December, so it was a it was a whole uh, it was a whole thing. It was a whole flurry of emotion, and 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 and, and uh uh uh. uh and the, the fuel to it was the Tullamore Dew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is whiskey, by the way. Um, uh, could so you be esoteric and let people Google it? Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, and so then after that whole episode, he goes, do you think I'm more in touch with my emotions than you? Oh, I do remember saying that, yeah. I'm sorry. He was very concerned. He was like, because he always is the one to like cry at stuff in shows or movies or whatever. And I'm always just sitting there. <laughs> and he goes, Are you the, or am I more <laughs> in touch with my emotions than you? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's great. I wish I could be more like that. Dude, 
a uh, what's the organization for a better life? What you know? What, you know those ads where it's like, where, you know, it's like those those uh, stereotypical ads on on TV where it's like the um, there's a there's a guy sitting on a bus and it's full and a pregnant woman gets on and he gets up and goes here you go have the seat and he goes pass on you know the organization never for seen ben- that ad yeah no look it up look it up organization for a better life the hell it might not be organization the Danny Wood Dan- that's <laughs> the most vague organization um organization for a better life bus ad bus yeah. Is it this kindness boomerang? No. Could you copy and paste what you pop, copy and paste that into Google? Yeah. Organization for a better life. Passiton.org. That's who it is. Passiton.com. Yeah, yeah. Pass it on. Yes. I hate it. <laughs> no, but it's pass it on. Good stuff. Go to the videos. Go to the video portion. Oh, no. There's got to be the bus one. Where's the bus? Gratitude, kindness. This one. Respect. respect. Yeah, your respect. Do the respect one. The, guys, this is what I'm talking about here. Right? We need more of this in our life. Oh, we're going to get flagged for that. <laughs> you, can, you can go down all the yeah. way. But but essentially, this guy just gives up and you know gives the seat o- over to the old woman. Like respect, you know, like pass it yeah. on. Yeah, I always you know? did that in yeah. Chicago. I, I, l- I love how you were really quick to uh, throw shade on passiton.com. No, here's but, the thing uh, though. Like I think sh- like commercials <laughs> for this is really corny because I feel like if you're a genuine person and you pass <laughs> it on in, in in your daily life, right. then that's amazing and we all should be doing that. But an asshole that sees this ad for Pass It On isn't all of a sudden going to be like, no. oh, I have to pass it on! No, I completely understand that <laughs> that portion of the, of the crowd. But the portion of the crowd that is in touch with their emotions more than their girlfriend, or their significant <laughs> somebody like me who views this actually takes it in for what it is and actually elongates the 30 seconds that it's allotted on TV and kind of internalizes it and go, I, I've been in a situation where I could have done that and didn't. Mm. Maybe I should have done that. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I think it's not... Uh, those assholes, uh, th- those a-holes, yeah. you already aren't getting them. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like, it's the people like... People who in the middle internal- who could be right, nicer. Internalize it. Right, right. The white privilege right. people Let's that might go- be open to changing. <laughs> yeah. Try to find the most cringy one that you can find here. I don't know. Is it the a get lot along? of them the look get along really looks bad. really stupid. Which one is know. that? Get al- yeah, that one looks bad. <laughs> I mean, I am for all of these videos, by the way. Every- oh, the good examples? Please play good examples. Where I love that? that guy. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is a Wolfpack podcast, guys. Sorry. That's my dad. That's me. Daddy. Terrible editing. We don't say words like me. that. <laughs> yeah, we gotta cut that, that is literally my parents. I gotta say, it's the worst. Com- like you could have done that so much better. Like this is the worst editing ever. I gotta say. That's anyway, kind of Let's move on. From pass it on. But you get what I'm saying. Like it's it's that uh, sentiment that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, that. Um, that we got on this 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 tear uh, from because, because me crying because I'm mm. a fucking you know I'm a crybaby but no I think it's good no but I was saying like when you were reading that and I was hearing the Corey Wong music it reminded me of watching those ads I cry at those ads I'm sorry I think uh, the pass it on <laughs> dot, the pass it on dot com people I'm sorry when it comes on and I've had you know I've ha- I've had a little I've had a little you know, like, I'll see the <laughs> ad and I'll go like, I haven't done that as much as I should have done yeah. in my head. And then mm. I'll go, Regret. you know what I mean? And, you know, it's it, it's an internal thing. And people who are not willing to be to internalize mm-hmm. things and internalize their thoughts and um, really try to be self-aware of who they are. Mm-hmm. It's not for them. Yeah, it's it's for the people who are like that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's the Corey Wong Wong's World three. <laughs> <laughs> so I also wanted to play this one because it's like one of my favorite 
of all of them, other than Ellie, that he, um, sorry, another ad. This is why we don't use my laptop. (laughs) How about let's, we can cut it anyway. Okay. Welcome to the Conscious Club. (laughs) Wow. We got ad block in the style of the Chrome interface. (laughs) Welcome here. Thank you. My IT, personal IT man. I want to. fell in love with an IT member. Thank God. Else I'd be screwed. Okay, so I want to play this one because it's one of my favorite things that they did. And it just reminds me of a movie score, and I love it. Hans and Revives. For sure. Straight Hans and Revives. People who dislike this because you deserve to burn. <laughs> Another reason. It's the eight people who are jazz purists. I gotta say, Corey Wong, of, of all the members in Wolfpack, other than I want to put an asterisk around Joe Dart, because oh, okay. Joe Dart, I think, is, is like a um, nugget of gold that can be dispersed among any talent. Totally. Right? Any band. Right. He's versatile. Right, he can diverse. be the best in anything. So I want to say, like, I want to take him out of the running for Wolfpack because he could be good in any. Oh, hundred percent. Right? But I'm saying of of the other members, the Woodies, the Jacks, the Theos, the Corys, of every other member, I gotta say Corey is the most put together. And even though mm-hmm. he may not have the track record that Theo has in the music industry, like being in LA and have all you know, the heartbreak hits and like all that all that kind of shit. Corey brings a different taste to it. A so professional. A Professionalism. Professional, but also like a chill. I don't, I don't know how to a chill, but relatable. How, how do you say a chill machine gun? Because that's what he is. He's a Honestly. chill machine gun. Because you can't go a couple months without seeing a new release from Corey Long. You can't go a couple months or a couple weeks without seeing something new from him. Because he's, it, it seems like he has an undying, an undying urge to get out everything that he has inside with within mm-hmm. him. And he, he, and if you've been watching his content, which we'll get through, get to late, later on in the podcast, you can see that he is a guy who recognizes every single valuable moment in his head, writes it down, and or records it on his phone and moves on, and then comes back to it later and goes, "This is great. This is gold. Let's do this. Let's produce it." Mm-hmm. It's a great. It's it's a, it's even a great way of productivity. Not not even just music. Mm-hmm. It's just a great way of whenever you come up with an idea that you think is really good, really iron it out. You have to write record it, down it, or record it, record it, record it, or write it. Put down. it away, and then when you come back to it later, go, oh, I really have time to develop that now. Come back mm-hmm. to it, and it's a little bit of nugget of gold, and you can work from it and really make a skeleton around. And and yeah. this isn't just for musicians. I'm an artist, and this is what I do in my life in my personal work. I always have, you always have your phone by you. I have my notes section just going. So if I have an idea in the middle of the night, if I just got out of the shower, if, you know, I'm sitting on the couch or if I'm out running errands, I can go to my notes section and write down my idea. Even at a stoplight, which 
don't come after me, California. I won't do it while driving. But I'll stop like, you know, just write down your ideas because then you can go back to those notes and look. Right. And I mean, if you ever feel like you ha you're lacking creativity and you don't know what to make anymore and you feel like I'm in a rut, you go to those notes and you can do any of that and it will it will spur a creative like goal right, for you. Because here's the thing, when and I know if you're an artist and listening to this, you know this already, but when the creative flow is there, it's there. Mm -hmm. And you kind of can't, you either have to go with it, jump in the river and go with it, or wait for another time for when that comes again. Like, when are you going to be in the mood to really dedicate three or four hours to something that you really want to do? Like, it really takes a little bit of prep, a little bit of in intent. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to spend some, uh, an increasingly mm -hmm. amount of time on something, it's got to be worthwhile, mm -hmm. you know? Like, and I, you definitely you definitely do that with your art. Like, I see, like, if you go on her Instagram, at, uh, it's uh, at Victoria, Victoria's Magic Art, no yeah, dot No dot time. anymore. I was finally... Um, <laughs> like, the um, the destinations that you were doing. Like, mm -hmm, my the travel India, posters. Travel posters, yeah, it, it's, you know, it's like, okay, well, for this month, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. These few weeks, I'm doing this. 100%. And then, and then after that, you just continue working on. And then w when it gets to be a year, months, however long ahead, you get to go, wow, that, that was really art. I put a perimeter around mm -hmm. it. I said it's done and it's done. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, comment below on what you think on the creative process that we've been talking about. I think... Um, it's an, Anyone uh, can relate to it. If you're a writer, if you're an artist, right. if you're any kind of a creative, a musician, write it down, record it. Yeah. Just do the thing. Do the dang. Do the damn thing. So I want to talk about the vinyl for this, which I thought was a brilliant idea to do a vinyl of this, and it's unfortunately sold out. Yes. But I just wanted to look at it here. I think it's a really cool minimalist orchestra kind of composition in the back with him and his classic Cory Wong outline and it's just amazing it's something great for a collector who collects all of his work it's just yeah. goes with it beautifully now a thing I'm more I'm thinking when mm -hmm. I'm seeing this like <clears throat> curates what's up right yeah does he do curate or does he have do you know about his vinyl process at all because uh, I know that he I don't know if he does the paid in full curates where he gets everything shipped to him and he distributes from there or if he completely does a completely off I have no idea you know non-crowdfunded vinyl Danny Woods we're relying on you yeah here. I want to know if he uses curates for his yeah um, Knowing Corey, it's like, I don't know. He doesn't really take the jack route other than the video aesthetics. Mm -hmm. It's like he's taken what uh, Jack Jack did really well and, go, and, and does and that. And did a spin on it. Yeah. And then does the spin on it. But then also like the vinyl game, Corey, I think, is going like, hmm. you know, we've said in previous episodes, like, hey. He's done it better. <laughs> I think he sees the customers of both go complaining and go, I can do this mm -hmm. a little bit better. Do you know, sorry, yeah, I no. really interrupted you. No. Do you know how many copies Wolf usually does? Is it 100? Oh, it's way more than that. Okay, I think that's, 2, what I thought. that's what 2, I thought. 2,000, I think. So I think Corey is doing it better, but on a smaller level, and that's why he's able to do it better. Mm. <laughs> because he's only doing 100 copies. They're all signed. He has them done beforehand. He's not doing... 500 rates. available. He's okay. not doing Q-Rates shitty shipping where it's from Q-Rates. Like, he's sending it from his freaking living room. You know what I mean? His kids right. are packing them up. So, But is it a Q-Rates order? It might be beforehand. And like, then he buys them all. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. We'll I have to know. get the Wongster on the show. I know. I really need to. We have to uh, really grow our uh, wings here and reach I out. Know. Also, I'm interested to look at what sheet music he has because that's really cool. This is really cool. I had no idea that he had sheet music on here. I knew oh, ketosis. Yes. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Um, That's awesome. But I just wanted to. Yeah, talk about his vinyl situation again. And did I just exit out of everything? <laughs> oh my god, I'm such trash. 
Where's my Google Sheet? Oh no. Boom 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 You guys are gonna see my email. <laughs> oh my god. I'll cut this. It's Thank fine. you so much. Sorry, buggy. Oh my god, I'm so dumb. <laughs> okay, we're back. You are not um, dumb. So I want to talk about next something really cool that the Wongster um, um, released in July. So we've moved from April to July now, mm-hmm. um, which is his plugin announcement. Ooh, I remember this. Yes, the archetype. Gotta say, love the editing on this video. I think yeah. it's really bright and fun. It goes with Corey's aesthetic as well. That under the desk shot of him <laughs> rocking forward. Beautiful. DSP. Um, I want to go to their oh, website so we can see where to buy it here. Nice. Um, I love the vibe of the plugin. I think yeah. it's super vintage. It Clean. goes with Corey's Corey and Wolfpack, really. That Wolfpack blue, and Corey right. uses that blue as well in some it's of his stuff. It's that Corey Wong sound of Wolfpack in a visual. Yeah, and it has the stripes mode, and he's our stripe guy. Like it's right. just great, and I love the pink. He uses that pink color I as well. I love the font. I love the font. I love the Corey Wong little logo. It's great. I think it's great. It's very Corey Wong. Um. Mm. Super cool. Yeah. I'm definitely going to get this. I love the vibe of this. Um, go support Mr. Wongster if you're a uh, musish. Um, and then he also has been doing more long-form videos recently, which is cool. But he started cool. doing them, the <laughs> first of all, for, I think, One, the archetype. Right. And then they started going from there. Which um, kind of leads us into the newer stuff that he's been doing. He's been doing a lot of more informational, long-form content on his YouTube channel. He's been showing you behind the scenes of how he edits and mixes his stuff, his pro- his creative process, what he's been doing while working from home during quarantine, and he's been able to make an uh, two amazing records, two singles. Um, yeah. During quarantine, which is like crazy and amazing, and I expect nothing else from him. His work ethic is impeccable and like super, honestly, goals. Right. Love and, him. You know, years from now, listening back on them, you won't know it was produced in a no pandemic. Like it's 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 a Corey Wong single. It would have sounded the same. I mean, it may have sounded a little different if they were doing a session, but. It's it's a Corey Wong session, but I I also think like you know he's he doesn't let things stop him from producing. No, you know, yeah, may you know things may. This is such a Corey Wong uh, ideal, you know. It's it's his shtick that um, you know <laughs> you gotta you gotta deal with what you got. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You have you have uh, musicians in other places who can't come to you. Well, they just rec- they're musicians. Mm-hmm. 
record it at your house. You, you you know how to you know like you can get a clean signal from a musician. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's not that it's not that hard to get a nice clean signal out of mm-hmm. somebody from their home. It's just controlling it. You know? Yeah. Like right now, our AC's on. It's been on this whole time, and that's because it's a little annoying. I'm sorry. In LA, and we can't do anything about it. Right. It's either this or Indy melts into a puddle and has a meltdown, and I do the same thing. Yeah. Except yeah. I'm a literal puddle. A literal puddle. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So I want to talk about what Corey um was doing during this quarantine, which we're still in. Um, he, his first song that he released, besides the meditation album with John Batiste, which we'll talk about, um, but his first thing that he released was a song called Blackbird. And, um, yes, the cover. He kind of, from what I saw on social media, was a little bit not too sure about how to approach getting back into music during these times just because everything has been so insane. Um, but I right, feel like you don't Bla- know if you're tone deaf or not. Or and I feel whatever. like Blackbird was the way to do it because mm-hmm. that song originally written by the Beatles was a song about race and about the issues that have been really prevalent um, in the past few months. And um, I want to talk a little bit about what the song Blackbird was written about in the 60s. Yeah. Um, So uh, basically when it was written, um, Paul McCartney said that Blackbird was written about the unfortunate state of race relations in the United States in the 1960s. Um, And the lyrics you're only waiting for this moment to arise was about the black people's struggle in the southern states in the 60s and he was using the symbolism of a blackbird he said it's not really about a blackbird whose wings are broken you know it's a bit more symbolic and i think that this song for Corey to cover and come back in with after the murder of george floyd and all the protests he lives in minnesota like he's right by minneapolis and this is that really shook him from what I saw on Instagram like it did everybody else and I think that was a perfect way to come back was to show like his solidarity with the movement and everything that was going on and I think it was the perfect way to come back Um, and then also Paul McCartney said in 2018 that Blackbird should be interpreted as black girl in the context of the civil rights troubles in the southern 1960s US Mm. so I think that that was like the perfect way to kind of come back into music. Um, and here's Mr. Corey Wong. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. And I love that he's singing. Because, like, he, Take these he doesn't always sing on everything. This is only his second singing song, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's the first few, that's for sure. Yeah. Round Wound Media LLC. <laughs> so, yeah, this was July 3rd. It sucks how it takes what happened for us to even know that Blackbird was a song about race. Yeah, I mean, like, I knew nobody. I I didn't know. I knew. I just thought it, I just thought it was an iconic song. Yeah. I knew about it. Um, just because I'm such my, a fan of I, the original, but I don't know. My mom's passed, but I could, she played it a lot. I'm pretty sure she had no clue about it. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe since she lived through that era, maybe it is known. I don't know. Like, what? Like, if you lived that, lived through that era, do do you know that Blackbird is a song of the race struggle think, from the sixties? I think if you're a big fan of the Beatles, you probably know about the meaning of the song. But if you're not, maybe you don't know. Yeah. And I think a lot of music back from that era, a lot of it was coded. They're not going to straight up just say, like, <laughs> black lives matter. Black people, <laughs> black girl. Like, they're going right. to use terms like blackbird because right, there was like, a big majority of the population that would not support the music. Right. If they were straightforward and not symbolic with it, unfortunately. Yeah. It's, well, also, it's, it's, it's weird because, like, you know, my aunt, who's 
very, uh, let's just say crazy, uh, <laughs> on the right side and religious side. And but incre- she is the biggest Beatles fan ever, hmm. ever. Has all her, like just complete like everything everything Beatles to her. If you told her that Blackbird was about that, since she's so Republican, she'd probably think you're lying. And like, yeah, of course. You know they what I mean? Like because. Stuff. What you mean, Blackbird actually means Black Lives Matter? Well, that didn't exist back then, but there was other movements, the civil rights it's, movement. It's yeah. basically just like not necessarily code, but it's it's art. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a poetic ex- expression of that. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 interesting that we're going we're like, you know, when we read that little excerpt from Paul McCartney, it's going like, it's like we're going through that right now. It's like there's nothing other than, you know, the Civil Rights Act. It's like we're echoing. It's the same things going on over and Mm -hmm. over again, you know, and it's like we're just going to be shown this until it changes. Yeah. We're just going to be like, you guys ready to change? History is going to continue to repeat itself until we all take a really hard look at what happened in the past and what's happening now and try to change it. Right. And until everyone is willing to open their eyes and not be ignorant, things are going to continue to happen. Like, it comes down to a simple ideal. Like, you're going, like, if, you know, heaven and hell exists and all this dogmatic things exist, it all comes down to how you treat people. If you treat other people nice, you'll be okay. Exactly. (laughs) That's literally all it is. The golden rule. Treat other people how you want to be treated. Right. And, you know. Period. The end. It gets perverted really quickly, really easily. Mm -hmm. It's like you just got to go back to that. Yeah. (laughs) And that's uh, that's really where you can, uh, um, if you're on the fence on any decision, you can just kind of go back to that thought and go, okay, this is where I land. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. Anyway. So, and then I thought it was really cool that Corey, after... Blackbird put out Bluebird. Um, this is the police version. Blue. Blue lives. <laughs> Blue lives matter. <laughs> no, how dare you? I'm he has kidding. some rainbow in him. I know. I'm, ju- he's, I'm just. He's pro I'm LGBTQ plus A, no, a plus. I, <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. Uh, you know, throwing my virtue signaling here as a, oh, as a well. ingest it's ingest i we know Corey is is in it for the for the good reason yeah but i just love how on his singles and eps they're facing each other right. it's again dusk to dawn like his albums dusk to dawn and then blackbird bluebird day night like right. we're going through the darkness and we're going to see the light like right. that's and what he, it's about right he well he posted them backwards on intentionally yeah. so that it would be day night yeah when you saw it because it's how it works mm-hmm. in real life. It's day night. Yeah. You know. Or is it so night day? Cool. Chicken and the egg. No, he said he he. <laughs> I no, he said in one of his videos he posted it backwards intentionally so that they yeah. would pop up dawn dusk. Because so that's cute. Night day. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. So, Bluebird. And then um, I want to talk about the albums that he's released lately. Um, de- during all the craziness in May and June, he released Meditations with John Baptiste. Yes. Which oh. is a really amazing album. Talk about an album that got forgotten. Jeez. I know. Well, this was during a really bad time. This was May 29th. Yes. This was four days after Ger- George Floyd was murdered that right. they had to release this. And Corey felt really kind of, I guess, uncomfortable in a way. Well, here's, at a, th- first. here's a little thing on that because... The, the way Apple Music and Spotify works is that you have to upload the music, I think, it two weeks before mm-hmm. it goes live. Yeah. So they didn't know this was uploaded and, and scheduled to go live before George Floyd was of course. dead. Yeah. yeah. So it, it happened. It, and also, I think when it did happen and then this coming out, I also felt like it was even though it was a uh, happy accident in I that. Agree. In that it was a. This is what we all needed during right, that time. It, it was a um, artistic reaction to, or a solution to an anxiety that we all had at the time. Or it's like we can just take, you know, you know, a half hour mm-hmm. to kind of go through this and quiet down. Even though 
you know, it's it, I don't know. It just it just felt very needed. And that's and that's why yeah. Corey at the end of the day felt okay with it, from what I saw on social media. Is just that, you know, he wasn't too sure how this was gonna pan over, but he does feel like this is something that everybody needed at that time. Um, yeah. And I mean, the songs "Prayer," "Teardrops," "Lullaby," like that all, I think, really kind of fit with what we were all feeling at that time too. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you can argue it's it's not Corey Wong. It's Corey Wong. It's John Baptiste. Yeah. Corey Wong. It's not a Corey it's Wong endeavor. No, it was something they did together. Right. Yeah. Which is a an interesting thing where you can kind of go. Hey, let's do something outside of both of our things. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we're both kind of reputable. Mm-hmm. Let's both do it. Almost like a Woody and Jeremy mm-hmm. type thing. It's really cool. I hope they do more together because this album in total is really great. Yeah. I think that this would be an amazing vinyl, too, to be honest. Yeah. I think this would be a great thing to put on. It would be good to meditate, too. Yeah. Just hearing the, uh, the the literal grain, yeah, in the in the in the wax, yeah, and it's thirty two minutes in total. Like that'd be, that's that's an LP, pretty good, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I want to go into what we've already kind of touched on uh, just a little bit, but his new albums, Trail Songs, um, Dusk and Dawn here, um, I was really really kind of glad that the this style of music came out um during this really weird crazy time i just feel like folk music in general kind of makes everyone feel better um (laughs) and this is one of my favorite ones from uh dusk um i love this new cover art style um that he has for Both Blackbird, Bluebird, and for Trail Songs. I love this new cover art style. Beautiful. Um, and the music is really beautiful, too. Yeah. It's, it's Corey Wong, man. You know, I, I think... Um, I, also, I also really am curious to see how Corey would look uh, professionally had he never been in Wolfpack, had he never crossed mm. paths with any of the... Uh, Jason Wolf members like I really wonder how influential that sphere is to him because much like you know I, I always say Jack is showing us a scaffolding of how we can produce our own content like mm-hmm. he's showing us like it's all about the value you can bring to somebody and if you can bring value to somebody it's worth money it's worth something like, mm-hmm. and I think at at its core, Corey is really taking that in his own way, mm-hmm. and not just being a Wolf copy, even though a lot of his videos are stylistically, right? stylistically, but not necessarily musically. Like the whole album doesn't hinge upon the Wolf aesthetic, Mm-mm. but you can have a Trail Songs album, and the videos on YouTube could look Wolfy. But, and and that's kind of like the um, the connection between the Wolf Spear and Corey, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like the uh, you know Corey's kind of going, you know, hey, you guys like Wolf? Come over here, mm-hmm. you know, and it's Wolfy. But when you but yeah. when you get to Corey Land, it's not Wolfy at all. Yeah, it, it, especially at with all this new style he, he he did right. for these two albums, the right. folk. The it's more like a movie. It feels like a movie to me. It feels right. like a movie. It seems score. like he he. Um, I think Jack does this too, but I think um, he sets out to accomplish an artistic goal. goal. Yeah, and I think um, he wanted to give us a feeling. He wanted to make us feel like we were outside in nature at night, at dusk, literally on the trail. That's what he wanted to accomplish with this specific album for Dusk. And I think he did it. Like, especially Trailland, too, feels like a movie score to me. Like, it's just stunning. Yeah. And, like, you just feel it. You're there. We're in Act 
three. The the story has been resolved. It's that it's that last scene. Yeah, I, hear I would love for him to play these albums with an orchestra, especially Dusk. I mean, talk about an amazing, yeah. amazing performance. That'd be insane. This at the Hollywood Bowl, like with, I don't even know. Yeah. Also, another thing to, to note too here is like the symphony and stuff like that, like also, like, we didn't know how good we had it before COVID. <laughs> I like, know. Like, we didn't know that, hey, we could just, like, either pay or whatever Corey did to score that uh, that gig or that uh, recording session with the, the orchestra. It was a thing that was in the realm of possibility. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. a thing. Like, even at the time, it was a thing that you, you didn't even think couldn't be a po- Like, you know what I mean? It's like, there's symphonies, yeah. And then but now, now live music doesn't even exist, yeah. and an orchestra can't be together unless everyone's yeah. tested. Yeah. And everyone's six feet apart or whatever. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's what I'm wearing a mask like, while playing an instrument if it's a reed instrument. Right. Right. And, and like, good luck making geez. another orchestral album yeah. through all this. You know, people blowing into a wind instrument, hundreds, of, like <laughs> dozens of them next to each other. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> But anyway. this album is really beautiful, and um, it with these two albums, Corey has um, released the long-form content that we've been talking Done about here. Let's hit it. <laughs> Let's hit it. What's Here's happening, the YouTube? This is my first time going live on the oh. tube. I need to know <laughs> if uh, if this sounds weird. Yeah, let's hit it. Oh. Gotta mute this sucker. <laughs> this is actually our podcast. Right. Yep. Just a hot I think I'm mess. good. I think I'm good. His first time live in July 10th. All right. Um, and then he did that one's for dusk, and then for dawn he did another <laughs> little long form content piece here. Oh, he made an whoa. intro. Welcome to Ooh. episode two. I don't know if it's an episode, whatever. Today I'm talking <laughs> about Western Winds featuring Sierra Hall. Tune that I just put out on my brand new record. I love his uh, dynamic mic. Dawn. I know. If you're unfamiliar with this tune, here's a little snippet. Maybe it's not dynamic. Shotgun. Now, people ask me all the time, how do you put your songs together? How do you do your thing? How are you recording in the midst of a pandemic? Yes. Well, <laughs> I recorded this tune in, I think, April, maybe March. Wow. The entire year is all one big blob. <laughs> this tune started, like the majority of my tunes, as a little voice memo. An idea of me hanging out in my kitchen, playing my acoustic guitar, trying to write something that maybe someday will help my daughter have enough money to go to college. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Long energy one. Mm-hmm. Got that big long Got energy. That big long energy. BWE, huh? <laughs> I want that to be the title of this podcast so bad. Mm-hmm. Big, Big Wong, Wong energy. energy. Wong's World 3. Big Wong, Wong energy. energy. Yeah, this just goes back to the creative process that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Those videos are really cool because you can... I love. He also mentions... I, I, I watched both of them. Mm-hmm. At one point, he mentions, this isn't my house. <laughs> this isn't my gear. <laughs> Don't go and buy this stuff. This is Where a professional is studio. Oh, he's in a professional yeah, studio. Yeah, it's okay. like down the it's like in this That's funny. city or whatever. Um yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> he's like this is a company's place. Like I I don't go and buy this stuff. <laughs> love it. <laughs> this one's my favorite from Dawn, by the way. I love the harmonica. Oh, yes. That is so trail songs to me. Yeah. Makes me so happy. <laughs> and again, movie score. Yep, definitely. I'm gonna hit you up, Corey, I when these, I make a movie. Earrings? These the earrings Tori's wearing right here? The, the native uh, feathers? I this love is it. for Blackbird and for Bluebird. I plan these oh, earrings for, the trail songs. for trail songs and for the Wong world of it all, the big Wong energy. 
You have to bring the feather earrings for the bluebird and the blackbird. So for for there to be big Wong energy, there's got to be feathers. Maybe. Mm. Maybe he likes a little tickle. I don't know. <laughs> I like the tickle. <laughs> All right. Um, we have come to the best portion of the show. I think it's a fun portion of the show where we sit back and we laugh and oh, we yes. do the good thing that is called funny funk. Funny funk. Um, are you guys ready for it? I are know you guys Danny ready is. to get into this? I am so excited. Oh. Let's do it. Somebody stop me. She's at the fridge again. I'm at the fridge again. She's at the fridge again. Calling my name. She's at the fridge again. I'm at the fridge again. She's at the fridge again. Need a little help from you. Please come get her. I'm doing a little too much. She's doing too much. That's so mean. I don't know who is going to get this reference, but this reminds me so much of the um the um the gospel the uh the Gospel from um, Hercules, the goddesses reminds me of the goddesses from Hercules. They all have different hairstyles, and she has all different bonnet styles <laughs> for all of the different. Yeah, I think the reference may go to Danny Wood only. Yeah, probably, but if you get he's it, you the get most it. Disney oriented <laughs> of yeah, our true. fan base. Yeah, other than you. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh. Dig it. <laughs> I own that shirt, too. Oh, no. A different one. We love quarantine pandemic music. <laughs> Shaker. I dig it a lot. <laughs> he actually ordered a pizza. <laughs> Very Jack Stratton. Very. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he had the to tighten office. his mask because his mask was so t- so long. Yeah. He has little like loops. <laughs> oh my gosh. We have the I opposite problem with our masks. They're too small. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Song. I'm digging it. This is just a cute one. From the pack.
extra really oh, I'm ready for we're it. really here and this is the funny funk prime and yeah this is the mantra of the funny funk oh my god oh it's cardi b <laughs> oh my god hold on, hold on i'm happy don't get okay, it like all headphones <laughs> properly on here oh my god her claws are insane by the way okay on her huh yeah shit i told you you need Never to watch really walk. Saw that ass. told you you need to watch walk. Oh, i don't need to watch any of that that's gonna undo all my meditation <laughs> all right let's get into it i will watch ben shapiro's uh analysis of what Or did she lose a lot of weight? This? Yeah. Is that her? She looks... I don't know. It looks like a deep fake. It looks like a face was pasted Girl, on her face. I don't know. All these celebrities got a new body every goddamn day. I can't keep up with it. Kourtney Kardashian or Khloe Kardashian one day. I'm confused. She's looking like a mammoth the next day. She looks like <laughs> a supermodel. Like Hit the Seymour. Hit the Seymour on that, on that shit. On this beef. Sorry. No. Wow. It looks like a deep fake. It looks like a uh, fitness model. With Cardi B's face. I think face. he takes this from her Instagram, so I don't know. That's weird. Maybe I guess it's... Surprising I'm a fucking scientist. Is that the Bible? But anyway, spread the word. Don't forget the germs, bitch. Oh, no. Maybe it's just the angle. Yeah, that's, that's actually sound advice. <laughs> <sighs> oh, well, we have thank made you guys. it to the end here, folks. We have. And my... Oh, I thought my mic was... Uh, I want to thank you for joining us today for... Oh, oh He just broke his mic. Didn't mean to. Um, thank you for joining us today for another edition of Wong's World, specifically Wong's World 3. I want to ask you to please hit the subscribe button below. Follow our Instagram, yes. The Conscious Club Podcast. Follow me on Instagram, Victoria's Magic Art. Follow... That's it. Yeah, you can follow me at Indy Fawcett. If you feel like it. He barely posts ever. Well, he never I'm, posts. I'm devising a plan to become a public figure. So oh. there may be some posting in the future. Holy ass. Okay. Yep. Well, look out for that. Yeah. Well, He's coming to snatch everyone's wigs. He's now going to be the new beauty influencer on Insta. No, I'm going to be a hat influencer. You just oh. watch. Oh, she. Cool. Taking that scarce ride to a whole new level. <laughs> but um, anyway, thank you guys for watching the Contra Podcast. Thank you for watching. Number one podcast of Wolfpack. And we love you. 
We love you. Mm-hmm. Have a good one. See you. watching the conscious club podcast please be advised that this is a fan-made podcast even though we would love nothing more we are not associated with wolfpack wolf records llc wolf productions inc or any associated acts tied to the greater wolf umbrella we do this show out of love not for monetary gain we simply wanted an outlet like this to exist so we made it happen and i hope that's okay thanks for watching and always remember fee fi fo fum.